All right. Good afternoon, everyone. We want to welcome you to Two Generations of Inspiration. All right. So it's just me and the honey boo bear. Hey, baby. How you doing, baby? Oh, Lord. (laughs) I think I'm all right. I'm having some technical difficulties with this Yeti microphone. Can you hear me, babe? I hear you, but I don't. You can't hear me through my microphone. I can hear. I can hear you on air, so that's perfect. Yeah, that's because I'm on my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll figure it all out sooner or later. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> all right. And on the phone, well, we're not completely alone. We have Terrence Grayson. Yeah. So we we so we got the college kid home. We got the wife. You guys are both on the phone, and uh, just a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, but hey. But nobody knows about our technical difficulties. You just said it. Well, yeah, but you can't tell. You sure can't. You sound clear as day. So that's awesome. Clear as day. Yeah. Sound good. So, as always, Two Generations of Inspiration is brought to you by My Grade A Solutions. Mm-hmm. My Grade A Solutions provides you with a gamut of educational services in reading, math, and we have a parent portal as well as an educator's portal. So we are here for all of your educational needs. In addition to that, we're authors, and there's a book waiting on you to read it, The Whatnots of Entrepreneurship. And then lastly, we're ministers, and we're ready to minister at any event that you need us to be at. Grade A Solutions. Check us out on our web, mygradeasolutionsllc.com, or you could check us out on Facebook and Instagram, mygradeasolutions. Sounds good? Sounds good. Sounds solid. Sounds, sounds like a solid. long time. Yeah, sounds like a long time in the making. Been doing some work over some years. A lot of a lot of work has gone into um, getting you where you are, your brand, and all of that type of stuff. So, a lot of work, have, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears have gone into uh, uh, trying to make this brand uh, solid. So, yeah, big kudos, oh, big kudos, big kudos, yeah, big kudos for that. Yeah. What's happening? Well, what's happening? What's happening? Taz, what's happening? I said, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, what's happening, man? So go ahead, Angie. What you got? Okay. So normally, I am the one that kind of sits in the background on the sports. But I have to stand up and say it proud. The Flash Brothers are still in effect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Now, so I last... have to say I was kind of mad at all the the sportscasters for them yep. talking about uh, without Kevin D, without uh, KD, we're not gonna have a winning team. This and this is not gonna work, and all of this kind of stuff. Oh, they in trouble because their best player. I just want to know what team was they looking at. Uh, Me too, man. Hold on, now. Hold on, now. Because I gotta disagree with y'all. Y'all ain't just gonna come at my boy KD like that, though. Hold on, <laughs> man. So we getting ready to have a debate. Mother. We getting ready to have a debate. <laughs> Come on now. About, hey. about the Splash Brothers? Hey, man. Come at my guy like that. 
we know nobody's coming at your guy like that. KD is a outstanding, a franchisable player. Okay, but what they were doing was they were disrespecting the Splash Brothers. They were they were disrespecting the core of people who uh, put together a championship before KD even came into the picture, man. That's all we saying. We ain't saying no more nor less. KD definitely makes it easier, okay? But without KD, people forgot about who these brothers was. And 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 I'll even t- I'll even go a little further in saying these dudes are so cold that they were they are willing to sacrifice minutes, shots, possessions and time so that KD can get his shine on. So when 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 KD comes out of the picture, now all of the sportscasters and everybody saying that they these dudes can't win without KD. No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. These cats done this before KD. So that's all I'm saying. Ain't taking nothing away from your guy. What I'm saying is, is that these dudes was doing this before KD got there. That's all we saying. So put some respect Touché. on those dudes' names. Touché. Touché. I agree. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all. Ain't nobody taking KD is the man. And when KD is there, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to win. That's for sure. But because he's gone, don't take away from the fact that Iguodala, Green, you know, Steph, and uh, doggone Livingston, and uh, 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 what's Clay, all them cats, man, those cats, that same core won before uh, KD stepped into the picture, man. So, you know, big, big, big respects for, to those dudes. Um, but then on the other hand, Angie, let's talk about James Harden for a second. Can James Harden, or does he have what it takes to really take that next level, take that next step to win? What's y'all thoughts on that? I feel like I, I think they need one more, one more player, one more player. Because what what everybody expected was everybody expect that once they got Carmelo, that it was gonna be a it was gonna be a tough uh, conference. But Carmelo ain't show up. So I feel like they need another franchise player. James Harden can't. I mean, CP3. He 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 he. For me, to me, he's always he's always you know messing up during playoff time. I don't know if it's just me, but CP3 like he balls during uh, regular season, but when it comes to postseason, I just don't be seeing it. And it, it, I'll be feeling like James Harden is taking over the whole team, and he don't be really having no help. So I feel like James Harden need a, they need another uh, franchise player, man. If they don't get another franchise player, they're not going to be able to beat the uh, Warriors, and that's just a fact. Wow. So, so some some sportscasters say that okay, there's levels to this, and in order to get to where uh, Steph and those guys they're on one level, and then Harden and those guys are on another level, and then some people say that a Coach D'Antoni's system is not good enough or built good enough to beat a team like the Golden State Warriors. What do you feel about that, Angie? So so meaning meaning that it doesn't matter if if you got uh James Harden and uh CP three and all these guys or whatever, if his system does not uh is not built to where they can beat that team, then it doesn't matter who you plug in the system, the system is not good enough to beat them. Do y'all think that? I I honestly think yeah that is true because a lot of coaches put that put the game and put the uh, plays on like the, their star players. For instance, uh, I feel like the coaches, the two coaches that I feel like I can can be compared or the two teams is James Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook. Those two teams, and that's why they haven't made it, you know, past or to the conference finals or to the uh, finals. They have the talent. They have players. They have bench. They have a bench that can play. 
but it's just like it's James Harden team and, and everybody just played for James Harden, just like when it was Russell Westbrook. I mean, they got PG-13 too. They got uh, Paul George, but they just all play towards those two players, and everybody don't play like they should be playing. So I feel like the coaches be like, yeah, it's, it's James Harden team or it's Russell Westbrook team. And they, for me, I'm not going to say they, they care about their stats, but that's what they plan for. And that's why they, you know, that's why the team, like, that that type of play and that type of game, they're not going to get nowhere to the final. They're not going to win the final. Okay. So you think so? You think it's a system? You think it's systematic as a system as a whole? Now this is what I this is what I honestly feel. I honestly feel that the Golden State Warriors have a system in place um, where it is a team oriented system, and you have enough guys who are willing to play their roles, man. And I'm even talking about Steph. And I'm talking about Klay Thompson. And watch this. I'm even talking about doggone KD. These dudes, they they understand how to play together, and they understand how to play in a system, and they understand how to play their roles, man. And when you have when you have a team like that who is unselfish and um, is willing to sacrifice themselves for the team and not individually um i I think uh there's no stop like like the bible talks about a three a threefold cord is not easily broken and when you when you look at the makeup of the golden state warriors they resemble that because if it ain't if it's not if it's not steph on one night it's clay on one night if it's not clay on one night it's iguodala on one night if it's not iguodala is green on one night. Watch this. If it ain't green on one night, you better look out for Livingston because in that game six against the Rockets, all of them dudes showed up, man. Come on, Grayson. He was he was the man. You know? So 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 it's hard to you know, it's hard to match that type of um unselfishness um playing together type style ball man and when you can when you can do that and you got and like this when you and 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 honestly speaking when you ain't got when you don't have haters like when you don't have haters you don't have a problem ever trying to drive to the cup and then throwing a oop to somebody else and then you happy you happy because you threw a oop a, a perfect oop to an individual to get a dunk you know what I'm saying? When you when you playing like that, dude, that is very, 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 very difficult to beat. And I, yep, and I'm gonna give you a perfect example of a team that just that that went to the conference finals, but did not make it uh, past the uh, second round. The Boston Celtics. I just watched the interview with uh, with uh, Terry Rozier, and he was like, the coach had put the plays on. You know, Ky- Kyrie was back, and uh, Gordon Hayward was back, and he was like, the coach was playing towards those two guys, which is why they didn't make it past the, uh, past the second round. And they only won one game. Wow. Was, it was like, uh, they, uh, it was a, I forgot the announcer name. It was on some sports uh, network. And he was like, with the young guys that y'all have, y'all should have been, you know, y'all should have went to the final. Y'all, the, the young guys that played with, for the Boston Celtics last year has, has took them all the way to the uh, conference finals. And they, sure they did. lost to LeBron. They lost yep. to LeBron in the Eastern Finals. LeBron. You're right. Yep. yep. And it was it was it was uh, J, J, uh, Jason Tatum. He's a he was a rookie. Uh, yep. Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier. Yep. You had Gordon yep. Hayward. But yep. like ever since you know, uh, ever since Gordon Hayward came back in uh, Kyrie, it was their team. That's why they didn't make it past because they was they. I feel like they didn't uh, they didn't play it. You know they they wasn't like the uh, Warriors. They didn't want to move the ball and they have trust uh, with one another. Same exact uh, thing. What I was saying with the uh, Rockies, they, uh, they, uh, and, uh, Russell Westbrook. You don't ever wow. see the game, when it comes down to crunch moment. You don't ever see you know with the uh, Warriors they have trust in one another. With the Rockies, you it's the uh, the ball either got to be in uh, and, uh, James Harden hand or CP3 hand, just like with the uh, with the uh, Thunder. The ball yep. got to be in. Paul George can or Russell Westbrook when it comes to clutch down. They don't have trust in other in their uh, other players, and their other players are key players. Just like You're right. that's 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 one reason why uh, the Blazers win. 
Uh, it wasn't just because of C, uh, C.J. McCullough. And, I mean, they balled, but you also got to look at Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, what's his name, Robin Hood? His name Robin yep. Hood, ain't it? Yeah, yeah Hood. His, his last you gotta name look is at the other guys, you know. Cantor, he, he came to play. Cantor, yeah. It's, it's just, they got, yeah, they just got trust in each other. And that's why yep. they're not going to make it past no, 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 like, second rounds uh go to the finals because they don't have trust in one another. And, uh, uh, I can't talk in another. Well, you know who I'm afraid of? And I'm going to tell you, man, Charles Barkley spoke about it last night. He said the Bucks is going to win the championship. Now, I don't know that, but here's, here's now, an Bob, example. Go ahead. I'm serious, Grayson, but he got to, I'm Those telling Bucks you. not going to go that far. Listen, the Bucks is going to be I in mean, the finals. Yeah, yeah, they ain't accomplished final right now. I feel like they, they, yeah, they, they're they, in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Bucks, the Bucks is gonna be in the finals. Now, a, a team like the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm afraid of because they have the same type of uh, makeup as the Golden State Warriors do. They do, man. They do. If it's not, um, if it's not Antetokounmpo, it's um, it's somebody <laughs> else. And Brooke you know what I mean. Listen, Brooke Lopez, Brooke went off last night, man. He he was killing last night. Dropped 29. Um, yes, sir. He had he dropped 29 last night. You know, so and then it's the uh it's it's a other it's a couple of other guys that play their roles, man. Eric Bledsoe. Uh, yep, Bledsoe. Yep, solid guard, man. Dude can get to the cup strong, finish strong at the rim, hit big shots. Man, these dudes is hey man, hey. Bucks is the fear the deer. You you got to look out for him. I'm I'm rooting for Golden State man. Fear but, the deer. Yep, fear the deer. That's what mm-hmm. that's 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 what that's what they that's what they call it. They say fear the deer. Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks baby. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting, but um, but you can't you you can't uh, and, and I'm gonna tell y'all this too though. Uh, them doggone trailblazers, man. Hey, you can't put it past those dudes either, man. They got here. They got here because they play team ball. That's that's real talk. The trailblazers play some team basketball, man, and they got some players that can play, man. So it's inter- It's just gonna be interesting to uh, see how this um, this uh, series uh, pans out. Um, I'm interested in seeing what they do tonight, baby. You know what I mean? So they play again tonight. So. Interesting times. Grayson, yeah, you- it it's 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 definitely um, a good ball game and uh, one of my favorite seasons. I think, um, you know, it used to be said that whoever was the winner between the Rockets and Golden State Warriors would be the winner of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll, I'm interested to see what the Bucks will do, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, but what, don't I, sleep what I'm glad about, what I'm glad about, what I am glad about is that um, Golden State Warriors kind of put them to, to quiet. You know, they, they shut it down. And they That's had right. to apologize like they had to do for Tiger Woods, acting mm-hmm. like he was washed up. So, you know, I just, what amazed me about everything was how quickly they turned on them. Yep. You know, and that's what society does. When you're yep. up, you're up. And when you're down or when people think you're down, they was dogging them out. You're and I don't up. mean like a little bit. They were like, they were dogging Tiger out. They were dogging Golden State Warriors out. Like, I, to me, it was just unbelievable because I was like, do you really just believe KD is the only good player on the team? That's a slap in the face. To Curry, yep. that's a slap in the face to Livingston, yep. Thompson. I yeah, mean, it was just a slap in the face because yep. it's like, y'all don't remember we won this without Katie? Yep. So, I don't know. To me, it was a slap in the face. And I really, I thought that the, the newscasters, I mean, I'm not sure what analysis they were looking at. So, that, that well, for me, that was like a buzz killer. See, let me tell you what. So, the newscasters. These newscasters, the newscasters give you news for the present moment. 
at the present time. They don't re- they don't remember the past. They forget about the past, and they talking about what's happening right now, and that's it. That's all. That's all they care about is what's happening right now, and they make they make assumptions and predictions. And see, listen, they and once again, we got to remember. We got to remember that these people are only human. They only have an opinion, and but they get paid big money to give their opinion on a, on live television on a sports show. <laughs> yeah. You're but right. That's the human, well, but, but that's but that's the human race though, Grace, and going back to what you're saying, that is the human race. When you up, you know, when you're up, you know, everybody riding you high. Everybody riding you real good. Soon as you soon as you go down, they didn't wrote you off. It's not a he can come and, back and, and blah blah blah. Unfortunately, even in the Golden State Warriors case, yeah. they wasn't down. You know. They so I'm like and and, and they were really like when when Curry wasn't performing really good in the first half, because the first half was stinky, but um, of that game. So when he wasn't performing that first half, ooh, they was on him because they was like the Rockets should be killing in their home court. But oh well. So what y'all think about the Curry brothers going against each other, and then we gonna oh. shut down what's happening. That's cool, man. So, Terrence, what you think? What you think about the Curry brothers playing one another? I think that's legendary, baby. That got to they got to get a picture like playing defense on each other. Hey, hey, that's like a dream come true to be honest. And then y'all seen y'all people with uh, uh, Miss Curry, the mom had the Blazers uh, jersey on, and the dad had the Warriors jersey on. I think they're gonna end up switching on next game. Yeah, so but I, think, I, think, I think that's so what they yeah, do I think is that's real legendary, dog. Yeah, man, that is that is real legendary. So so it was said. I I think I heard Steph on um uh on on the um, what do they call that the interview? Yeah, the post game interview. Um, post game interview saying you know they flip, so they flip to see which jerseys you know who was gonna wear whose jersey. You know what I mean? So um, but it was crazy because. Mama, Mama was in the Blazers jersey, but Steph was hitting threes, and she was standing up going crazy. <laughs> so, with, so, so she was going crazy with the Blazers jersey on. But you know what, man? I'm gonna tell you what, man. That's my baby, and uh, you know, uh, I don't care. I don't care if they playing against one another. I'm rooting my kids on. I don't care whose team they are. I don't care what home we in. Whoever does well is doing well. I'm cheering for both of my boys. Bottom line, at the end of the day, period. Oh yeah, most 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 assuredly. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, I think we did a good job on what's happening. Maybe we might one day change this show to a complete um, sports casting. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, today's topic, y'all. We're going to switch and go right into our topic because it's going to be as interesting as this topic. So we got the millennial representation with Terrence, and then you got us with the uh, gen, whatever we are. What are we? Generation X. Generation X. Yeah, we so generation X. What are we? What we're talking about today is racism and or classism. So, you know, some things, now racism is something that occurs. So the the full definition of racism is this. It says, um, let me get it up, let me get it up, discrimination. So discrimination by a race, right? Now, mm-hmm. classism, classism is um, income inequality. Or income discrimination, right? Mm. So, okay. a lot of times, what I've learned this year, and the reason why I chose this topic, is that sometimes you think is a race issue. So, like for instance, so like you know, you say some hoods are ghetto. When you when you go into the black communities, you'll be like, there's some ghetto. Oh, they so ghetto, you know, and we think it's a race issue. Oh, blacks are ghetto or yada, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So I also 
noticed that when we moved to our neighborhood, which is predominantly white, where there are some areas of low income, you got people with the booming bases. Yep. You got people who don't clean their yards. Yep. You got kids running all around the trailer parks too. You know, you got you got a lot of things going on that go on in the hood. But the difference is that one is black and one is white. But certain things are, I believe, synonymous to classism. Like they're two, they're the same. You know, you got the projects, you got the trailer parks, you got this, you got that. You know, when if it's like you can go into a predominantly white community and their hoods are similar. Like when we lived in Lafayette, sure, the, the hood hood in Lafayette was Glen Acres. I yep. think they've recently torn down Glen Acres, but Glen Acres was their project, and so. There were people that did what we call ghetto. And so when we look at these, are there things that we're clumping with racism that are really classism? So what are your thoughts? Because I'm inclined to say that people of the same economic bracket, they all act alike. If it's a spoiled rich white kid, there's a spoiled rich black kid. There is. You're absolutely correct. With the sense there's of entitlement. Spoiled rich Asian kid, you know, they all, yep. these classisms are very similar. So, uh, Terrence, on your college campus, you know, so you had an incident. Um, go ahead and you you want to talk about your incident when y'all were barbecuing? Oh, he went blank. Okay, so he he did go blank. But you're absolutely so we'll correct. Let him tell, we're going to let him tell his story because I, I really want the the people to hear um, yeah. his story. Oh, if I was looking, I was seeing that he's off. But, um, oh, he looks like he's coming back, y'all. He's coming back in there. Maybe he was disconnected. But, um, Terrence, we were talking about your situation that happened on campus um, when y'all were barbecuing. You want it to wasn't kind of on tell campus. The people? I mean, well, in the apartments. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. So give the audience just a brief synopsis of what happened on that day. Well, basically, we was out barbecuing. It was uh, Easter. It was Easter. We was out barbecuing. It was, a, it was we we was at a comp, uh, apartment complex, and we was all enjoying ourselves. So, you know, when you party, you got some people that party a little too much, and then you got a people, you got a lot, you got a couple people that that like that that have a vibe, and you know, they're just chill. So we, it was a group of people that was at, at a balcony above us that was out, up partying because it was Easter. But they was throwing, you know, beer cans over the uh, cliff, over their balcony, and you know, I mean, you know, I'm not, a, you know, no one, is, no one is a snitch or anything, but like no one, you know, no one told on them or anything like that and that sort. So, you know, we, I mean, we said something to them, and then it was just like, uh, okay, and then they threw another one down. So, what happened was, a lady, uh, it was a lady that was a different race. She came over to us, uh, to me and the people that, that that I was with. We was barbecuing, and she she was you know she was kind of rude, and she was like, "You guys have to put that out. It's not a uh, it's not a uh, that one barbecue, the gas barbecue." Yeah. She said, it's, uh, "You can't have uh, a cold barbecue out here." So we was like, "Well, they're up there. You know, we we almost done. We're going to be done." She was like, uh, and "We was like, we're almost done." And then she was like, "Okay, you got to put it up." You know, and then you know some words was exchanged with the person I was with at the uh, at, at, at her house. It was uh, she, some words got exchanged with her and the, per, put, uh, the person that owns the apartment I was at. And then she was like, "Yeah, they're up there partying, throwing down beer cans." You know, and then uh, a couple of days ago, they you know they was peeing over the balcony or something, and, and then said something disrespectful to them, and then had they had not said nothing to them at all. 
but then, you know, as soon as, you know, words got exchanged and then them telling us to uh, put the barbecue up and we wasn't, like, trying to put it up at the time because we had food on there. We were trying to finish the food. Then we was going to put it up. She was trying to immediately call the cops on us. But, man, so that that was uh, what happened. And then, luckily, the cop that had came, he was, like, you know, he was reasonable and he was telling us, he was, like, yeah, you guys are okay. Just finish what you got going on. It was, like, and then I'm going to go up there and tell, talk to the person that, that, I mean, the people that was upstairs, you know, disrespecting the, uh, well, disrespecting the people that that owned the apartment I was at, and he was going to have a word with them. But the thing is, the lady that, she didn't call the cops on the person, on the people that was upstairs, you know, throwing beer cans down, peeing over the balcony and disrespecting Yeah, being religious. You know, yeah. And then she called the, she immediately called the police on us when we were just barbecuing. So that, that that's what happened. Yeah, I remember, so, I remember that. Go ahead, uh, Angie, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so in those in- instances, that is racism. Like, that's full, who am I going to choose to report? Oh, full-blown. You know? No, no question yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, that, that, you, you experienced that, uh, you experienced that firsthand, um, you know, and, and, and technically, uh, with those individuals that was that was above you guys, um, you know they were they were publicly intoxicated. So that's that that's a that's a they were breaking the law right there because what goes along with that is that they're impaired, um, you know they're being belligerent and uh, things of that nature, and uh, they're they're publicly they're publicly intoxicated, and uh, you know if the officer wanted to uh, if they would have caused if they would have continued to con- uh, cause commotion, um, would have been uh, would have been in his right to uh, uh, take those people off to jail. But the fact that the individual that was the owner of that, uh, not the owner, but uh, what she was like a RA or whatever for that uh, for that apartment complex, that she chose to mess with you guys because you guys were barbecuing, as opposed to dealing with the real issue. It it just tells us that in 2019. Um, racism is um, it's very alive and is very well. Uh, people people are bold. Um, uh, people people are just they're they're just bold, and uh, it's 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 and unreal. They're extremely bold, and yeah. you know, with social media, you know, a lot of people are posting things. So, yep. like the terrorist acts that occurred in New Zealand, you know this this kid, this guy, it says after the gunman killed 50 and injured another 50 at the mosque in Christchurch, New Zealand, you know, it was um, all across his social media. They said the terrorist leveraged social media to broadcast the attack, sharing his 90-page hate-filled manifesto in chat rooms and live-streaming the attack itself sparking trauma that still lingers. So, you know, he was able, you know, all of this racism. So what I believe she is a victim of is what they call vicarious racism. Mm -hmm. You know how they say people vicariously live through their children or yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So vicarious, vicarious racism it's like they it, they say it's similarly to how non-smokers develop illness from secondhand smoke, right? Mm, yeah. So you can you by watching all these reports of people calling the police on blacks and this and this, and I'm knowing that this can lead to um, it that could have led to a really really bad situation for Terrence, you know. And so they vicariously do those things. Oh, I've seen this on social media. I've seen this on the police. You should be scared of the police because they may accidentally kill you. You know what? I'm going to call the police on you, you know. And you're desensitized to what everything else is going around because the attention or the alert is on the black person. Now, if you remove the black person, do you see all the other things that are coming going on? So it's like we talked about before, perception. So, you know, on those tests, 
how they say, keep focus on the screen and watch the person bouncing the basketball. And then while you're watching, watching that person bounce the basketball, you don't see the gorilla go behind the screen, right? So through social media, through regular media, you know, people are, are vicariously racist because you're watching this stuff and it's, it's affecting you. Not only is it affecting them to be vicarious racist, but it's affecting us. You know, the people that look like the victims because it makes you angry. They say you suffer trauma. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because you see this. So, you know, that's racism. Now Watch when this. we look at classism, mm-hmm. go well, ahead. I, I wanna I wanna I wanna add into that. About the same guy about the same guy who uh who was who the the, the Norwegian terrorist who killed seventy seven. Watch this. This is a Coast Guard lieutenant. Do you hear me, Angela? Wow. Listen, listen. a Coast Guard lieutenant, watch this. A federal judge ordered a U.S. Coast Guard lieutenant accused of plotting a widespread terrorist attack to remain in jail pending trial, overturning an earlier, uh, earlier magistrate judge's decision to release. They got the guy's name there. Uh, on home arrest. Watch this. The decision money came in a hearing in U.S. District Court of Maryland. Watch this. He watch this where prosecutors and uh, Hassan's public defender clashed for the fourth time over whether Hassan should stay in jail or uh, if he faces drug and weapons charges, but no terrorism related offenses. Although the charges Hassan faces are um, unremarkable, U.S. District Court Judge George Hazel said um, Hassan's history and characteristics and potential danger to the community weighed in favor of blocking the release. You see that? The evidence the government brought showed specific alleged ap- actions toward a plan, Hazel said. Hassan's alleged actions of amassing weapons, creating a target list of enemies, and researching their locations ramped up after he started studying the manifest the manifesto of the Norwegian ter- terrorist who killed 77. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> so you have you have so here's how so so those are people, you know, some of those were Christians that they were looking to kill, some of them mm-hmm. you you kill Christians, awesome. you kill you yeah you kill Muslims you you you're doing all of this stuff and here's the thing it's on a perception that you have that you feel you're entitled to act upon yep and so then there's racism but those racist views are initially brought on by classes classism. Mm-hmm. So classism is when you treat people different, better or worse, because of their class. So, yep. um, you know, uh, first of all, now we classism can be heterosexism. It can be homosexualism. It can sure. be those. But I yep. don't like, I personally don't like putting sexualism with racism. I don't like that because okay. I, I think... You know, so, but then you have people who are different classes. So yep. if you're what, what, what they feel is a little rich or a little, a little more well-off, you know, middle class or higher class, you know, some of those people can be arrogant. Some of those sure. can feel superior or entitled, right? Sure. They, and yeah. so those classisms, you already have that issue and then add a black person or a Muslim or someone you don't like in race that you feel superior to, then, I mean, like a a case in point is Paris Hilton. Okay, come on. Now, you got all this money, right? And so she is recorded saying, I don't even like black people. Um, 
I, I, I would never date a black person. They're beneath me and this and this and all this. So you can, you can Google her, her racist statement, um, but she's outwardly expressing it, right? Sure. So you've got this idealistic thought, and does your family represent that same thought? Absolutely. You know, That's where it came if from. So, if so, Hilton is a big change. Yep. That a whole lot of people that look like me and you go to. Sure it does. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not making accusations, but I'm just saying this is how these things tie in. Now, yep. if she didn't have all that money, would she still have that superior attitude? See, I think what happens is because overall there are a minority of minorities that are in the upper echelon. Yeah. And so – they don't, it's not common for us to have that superior attitude. However, let's look at churches. Come on. Okay. Churches have classism because the ones that think they're saved, they think they're the missions of the motherboard or pastors or prophets or holier than thou. preachers, holier than thou. So that's a form of classism as well. Sure. Anywhere where there's a hierarchy set up, fraternities well, then, and sororities. But watch this though, Grayson. But 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 this society has set that up. Watch this. When you get on the plane, what do you have? You have classes. You have first class. You see what I'm saying? And then you have you have mm-hmm. economy class. You 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 see what I mean? So I, I remember I remember where um uh one time uh Ricky Smiley man said something he and, and he had to deal with this before. Um he was standing in line and uh uh he had a uh, he had a first he had a first class ticket and he was standing in the, he was standing in the first you know, he was standing in first class and he was gonna be riding in first class. And uh the lady who didn't know who he was, uh were, were who was um I guess she was, um, you know, one of the, the people that uh, check people on board or whatever. You know what I'm saying? One of the clerks or whatever. Uh, a clerk was uh, checking the people on board and saw saw Ricky and uh, walked up to him and said, uh, uh, "Sir, this is uh, th- th- this is first class." You know, and he said he looked at it and he said, "Yeah, I, I know what it is." <laughs> he said, "I know damn. I mean, I know doggone well what this is." He <laughs> says, "First class. I know." <laughs> You know, I'm sta- I'm I'm standing in first class, yeah, because I'm in first class. And the and the lady continued to say, Well, no, this this is this is not this is not for you. This is you know, this is economy uh, economy classes over there. This this is first class. And Ricky had to be, you know, a little a bit uh belligerent with and say, Listen, I know where I'm going. I'm in first class, <laughs> lady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. it's uh yeah, it's so 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 they they do this um, you know, this, you know, it's unconscious because it's been sewn into the fiber of this country. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's unconscious, it's unconscious without a second thought, uh, just because he was dressed, how he was dressed in jogging suit or whatever, Nike jogging suit, uh, things of that nature, um, assume that he was standing in the wrong line. And this man was probably- Was the worker, had, was it a worker or another- a customer get flying a on the plane. It was a worker. Yeah, it and was so a worker. And so what happened out of it? I have no idea. He just talked. He talked about. It. He did. I don't. I can't remember what the outcome was. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he dealt with it. Crazy man. Wow. This man. This man. This man can get out of the line and 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 rent and and charter his own jet somewhere at the drop of a dime. <laughs> and you talking wow. about you 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 telling you telling this man yeah this this is first class uh, economy's over and there. And see that's when classism reaches over to racism. Sure it does. You know, so it's 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 a thin line, you know, and and I think people of 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 European race they have to be careful because you can't let classism switch you over into racism where you target blacks because you know 
that the majority of them are not in a certain class. And but you even can't in assume our own that race, all so. of them are. Right. Even in our even in our own race as well too, Grayson. So you know there there's racism. There's racism everywhere, man. It just doesn't. It just or doesn't. Classism. You mean or classism. classism? Oh, even racism. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, because I'm in the. We can't be well, racist yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that'd be classism, yeah. Because I'm in in a different class than you. I look down on you, but it's still discrimination. If I decide mm-hmm. because because I don't like how how you look or things of that nature, I don't know who you are. I can still have I can still formulate an opinion uh, of, of what my perception is of you, and if I don't think that you you measure up to where I am, um, I can I can treat you different. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, well, Terrence, have you seen issues of classism? You know, I know uh, Spike Lee had school days. You know, those that was that were in school versus those that weren't in school. And then the ones that were in school, you had the Jigaboos and the Wannabes. Bugaboos. Was it Bugaboos? Bugaboos. So Jigaboos. Give me up. Give me a better is okay. If I'm by by going off what you guys talking about, so classism, I know you said it in the beginning, so is that basically like someone with higher like more money than someone like in the in the low right. budget? Is Yep. Oh. I mean you got you got people like that all the time. Especially in high school. I mean, high school, middle school, you know, you people get flamed. I mean, people joke around but then sometimes you may not understand how, like what's going on with that with that uh with that person specifically uh with money wise. I know I, I've seen a lot of people that like get on somebody uh talk about somebody with uh busted shoes but you know I mean they will bust the shoes because they got Jordans or something like that, you know. Is that 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 happens a lot in high school, especially in high school, middle school. So I see that I mean I can say I've been I mean I I've seen it a lot. I have encountered I mean I you know, I ain't never get framed, but like, <laughs> but I mean, I have seen it multiple times in my life with uh, with classism because of someone because someone that has a lower budget than someone else or family with a lower budget with than someone else family, they all they get talked about a bully because of that. Wow. Yeah, that's true. And it's even in Gary. Now you wouldn't even believe this because Gary is just a struggling city, but. You know the people that live in Miller You're versus right. the people that live like Edna, Glen Ryan, or Glen Park. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yep. There's a classism there so much more, so much so that Miller tried to become its own township, didn't it? Own city. Own city. Was, oh, yeah. was it was it its own town or own town or something like that? Tried to do its own. I town know it was something. something. They were yeah. trying to put Miller Beach, Indiana. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I mean it's deep. Things are deep. If you if you're not gonna hate on me because I'm black, then you don't hate on me because I'm a woman or because uh, I don't I make as much money as you make. Or Louis <laughs> You feel me? Yeah. All, all that materialistic stuff is garbage. And it'd be the ones, the ones with the busted shoes getting straight A's, and the ones that got the the the, the material and the uh, you know the Gucci and Louis Vuitton, the ones, them the ones that's throwing their money away and don't know how yep. to find, you know, man, it's a lot of stuff that go on with that. Like absolutely. Sure, man, you're absolute, you're absolutely like, correct. Like I don't believe in karma, but I feel like that that's karma to them. The people that you know that think that better than another person because of, uh, of how much money that they have. Sure. Yeah. Now they say I have not seen it, but they say that us Jordan Peele's us is a reminder of how classism is. Now I heard I heard two spectrums of that movie. I heard that it was so, garbage. Yeah, a lot of people are deep, but well, yeah, but but see, here's the thing: it's it's clearly one group of people, and then it's a replica of them that's like their shadows or whatever. I, and I, so, yeah, okay, so I, I, so I've seen it right. So 
Okay. It's basically, it was it was uh, so basically how the movie was. It was it was two of the same people. It started off with uh, this little girl. She went into a little, you know, the little mazes with the glasses and the mirrors, and you see, you try to you got to make your way out, but it's hard because you see mm-hmm. only yourself. So what it was, like it, it started off. It was a mirror, and she seen her herself, and it was it was thunder and whatnot. She turned around, the reflection stayed there, and it was the same. It was her, but it was like an evil part of her. It was an evil her. And it was like a good her. The evil her, you know, took her and wrapped her up, and then uh, and she took her place in, in her society or in her life because she wanted to get up, get out of where she was at. So and and they had a uh, the the producer of the uh, movie. He said the movie is that we're our own enemies, which I could say is what could refer in classism also because we all like. Black people, like, I'm not going to say, it's, I mean, it's other people also and other race, but I, I have seen a lot of black people, you know, talk about other black people because of their money and their, uh, you know, and, their, and the uh, clothes that they wear. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. you say that is classism. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they said that, that movie Us, you know, because the the people that lived in the shadows wanted to be the other people. The, the people that they look like And so they kept trying to kill them To swap off so that they Could get in their place It's it's tripped out but you know classism Leads to capitalism Which is a whole nother discussion But um, but but It's just how it, it goes You know If you if I don't if, if you have something I want Then I'm trying to get where you are Or I that- mean like, like it, Go ahead but that's what the Bible talks about, Grace, and the Bible talks about not coveting nobody else's yeah. stuff. You know, because you 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 run into you run into major issues in life when you try to covet what someone else has. That opens the door to jealousy. That opens up the door to pride. hate, to pride. That opens up a whole gamut of uh, of uh, of things. That's watch this. That that's internal. Okay, that's not even the devil. That's just internal stuff that you will be dealing with. Devil ain't done nothing. He laughing at you because you can't get your mind together. Because you coveting, yeah. because you coveting somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else's stuff. I want them Jordans. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 deep. That's deep. That's deep. It's, it is very deep. Even so much to say. Okay, so let me tell you. Okay, so I was picking up my food from this restaurant, right? And so they were laughing. It was the uh, bartender and actually a black customer with two other waitresses around, right? And she was like, I'm just laughing so hard. And they were like, well, what are you laughing at? Because I heard someone say fitting to. And so they all bust out laughing. So I didn't look at the black guy because at at the time I didn't know it was a black guy sitting there. But I just was like, you know, so I'm looking at this article here that says scrutinizing language is a form of classism. So you, you listen to the dialects of black people from time to time. You know, we say this and two. I'm, I'm finna go over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so we're not always on you know, I have I have my talk, my slang, if I want to talk my slang. And when I'm with you, I put on a, you know, if I'm in a different setting, then I put on a different vernacular for that setting. But, you know, people that looking at language is a form of classism. You know, when you go get your nails done, honey, they ain't talking English, not nail one of them. <laughs> Wow. When you go when you go to uh some of the Mexican restaurants, they're gonna talk their language. So wow. I, I I was somewhere, I was watching something and and man was like, Speak English You know, and just being really, really abrasive to these people that were in the line waiting on getting their um groceries. And I was like, Oh my goodness. If wow. they want to speak Spanish to each other, that's okay. Because when we went to Mexico, we spoke English. Yep. 
We did. And we felt out of place. <laughs> I felt vulnerable. Yeah. I felt vulnerable because because that's not, you know, that's not the number one language there, you know. But they can speak our language very fluently, but we can't speak. I can't speak their language. Well, so some could. Some could. But uh, where we went, they were very comfortable in speaking both languages. You see what I'm saying? And uh, that's that's a that's a uneasy feeling uh, to go to a place where uh, when your your hotel, all the television is speaking in Spanish and there's no English. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. It is something. But what we wanted to do with this show is just bring awareness to people about, you know, what racism is and what classism is. And then Mm -hmm. you have to be careful that you're not guilty of either. Because if you're guilty of one and then you're blaming people for them being guilty, like if you're guilty of classism and then you want to be judgmental about people of racism, you know, you're pretty much doing the same thing. Well, honey, we have three minutes left. We're going to give to your health segment. Okay. What do you, you want to have? Talk, you want to talk about uh, health, the health today? Well, this morning, y'all, you know, how's everybody doing? <laughs> it's Timmy G in the building one more time. Listen, y'all going to be mad at your boy today because I woke up this morning, blood pressure was a little high, 167 over 116. My wife was worried about me, y'all, so she was like, hey, dude, you need to go ahead and get yourself together. Quit shucking and jiving. And that's because uh, now I can honestly I can honestly say, you know, I'm overweight, um, 230, 238. I mean, I don't look like it, but I am. And uh, with overweightness, you know, with your, over, with your weight usually comes high blood pressure. But here's some I want to talk about some things that can lower your blood pressure real quick. Um, Ten things that we can do naturally to uh, lower your pressure. That's lose extra pounds and watch your waistline. Uh, blood pressure often increases as weight increases. Being overweight also can uh, can cause disrupted breathing while you sleep, sleep apnea, uh, which further rises uh, your blood pressure. So weight loss is one of the most effective lifestyle changes for controlling blood pressure. Losing even a small amount of weight, your overweight uh uh, you're overweight or obese, obese can help uh, can help reduce your blood pressure, okay? So in general, you want to reduce that. You really want to take your weight down and things of that nature. The second thing you can do uh, to bring it down naturally is exercise regularly. Um, you know, go to uh, regularly uh, with regular physical activity, such as 150 minutes a week or about 30 minutes most days a week, uh, five to eight uh uh, five to eight minutes or whatever have you, if you have high blood pressure, um, it's important to be consistent because if you stop exercising, your blood pressure can rise again. So I need to continue to exercise. Three is uh, have a uh, healthy diet. Okay. My wife went to uh, the grocery store today, got me some fruits and things of that nature. Y'all, I got to have salad and stuff for the next few days and things of that nature so you know uh keep a food diary that's one thing i have uh i have a fitness mate by under armor 60 seconds all right 60 seconds so you know reduce your sodium intake and uh uh, limit the amount of alcohol i don't drink a whole lot don't smoke either but i do drink coffee so i'm gonna have to cut back on the coffee caffeine and then reduce my stress so that's all i have um for this health this week's health tip Reduce your, if you got high blood pressure, work on those things to keep your blood pressure down. And the number one thing is exercise and lose that weight and get on a good diet. That's it. Go ahead, Grayson. All right. Meditate, As always. Medicate. Say again, What'd Terrence. Meditate, don't medicate. Meditate. Ah. Yeah, that's another one, too. I heard about that. I heard meditation is good, too. Love it. Well, we love y'all. And thank you for joining two generations of inspiration. See you next week. All right. We miss uh, Tim and Lex. They're going to a wedding. Shout out to Joy.